The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans here on a Tuesday morning. Paulie Howard is uh, taking some time off. Coming up today on the program, we have Jeff Davis from here at Circus Sports in an hour. He is their leading NHL and golf odds maker. A lot to talk about, obviously, this time of year with Jeff at that time. William Hill, sports better, VSIN contributor. Going to be on the program later on. We'll talk about today's baseball card and uh, what he likes tonight in the NBA playoffs. And VEASAN's very own Jonathan Von Tobel, senior NBA analyst. He's coming up in a few hours. Good morning, Matt. How are you? Good to see you again. Hey, I'm doing much better than the Milwaukee Bucks. That was absolutely embarrassing last yeah. night. Where's the pride? I mean, my God almighty. And uh, that whole thing with the, the what, what, what happened in the market last night in that game, it made no sense to me. Now, I will be... It com- saved me. It saved me from making a bad bet. Here's what I would have done, yeah. right? If the Bucks would have stayed at two and a half, or that number never would have moved from the overnights the night before, I probably would have been on the Bucks. Same here. And when it moved all the way to the Bucks as the favorite, I'm thinking to myself, that's way too big of an overreaction. <laughs> but I never bet the Nets. <clears throat> so at that point, I was like, it's Nets or nothing with that huge move, and they just they carried them out last night. Yeah, if you do this long enough, when you see line moves like that, you don't want to be... On the uh, on the side of the team that flips from the underdog to the favorite, let's yep. put it that way. And the Bucks went from two and a half point dogs to one point favorites. I thought about betting the Bucks plus two and a half when it when it moved to one. I said, "Well, it's too late. I'm not going to bet it now." And I don't like that line move. And uh, you know, typically those situations stink. 
So I stayed away from the game, and damn glad I did because uh, the first score I saw, the Bucks were down 20. I mean, if I'm Budenholzer and there's no way on earth this is going to happen, huh. you need to sit, you need to do a lot of things, obviously. One of which is you need to have a talk with Greek Freak, and you need to tell him, Giannis, <clears throat> love you. You're amazing. If you pull up again with 18 seconds on the shot clock and take a 25-footer, oh, I'm putting geez. you on the bench. Oh, it's, it's one of the worst shots in basketball right now. Every time he puts it up, I'm like, oh, my, what are we doing here, pal? You're amazing. I love you. Knock it off. Terrible. Yeah, there's a couple things with the box. One is, uh, you know, when the bus left Brooklyn last night, maybe they should have left uh, Coach Bud. Yeah. Uh, left him there. The Bucks are looking a lot like a really good regular season team that can't perform in the playoffs 100%. when they meet elite competition. The Greek freak doesn't play up to the same level, and uh, Bud's defenses break down. You've got to defend the three, especially against a team like the Nets with so many shooters. Last night, the Nets hit 21 of 42 from three. You mm-hmm. cannot give a team like that that many open looks, so the Bucks are going to have to make some defensive adjustments. On top of that, the effort's going to be a lot better. That's an utter embarrassment to get blown out by 39 points in a playoff game. This is not a regular season game in the middle of February that nobody cares about, and you could say, well, just didn't show up tonight. Nope. There's no excuse for not showing up in a playoff game of this uh, magnitude. Not for the game to be over with in the second quarter. Oh, it's a joke. I mean, I, I turn it off like three different times. I check in once in a while. Oh, now they're down by 30? Okay, yeah. good good job, guys. They never won a quarter last night, I don't think. And I believe the Nets won. I, I you know, I didn't even watch the fourth quarter, so let's see. the. No, they did not win a quarter. You are correct. Uh, uh, up next, we'll recap again what took place from a betting standpoint last night. And uh, we did it, man. We did it. We got there with the coach of the year. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. 76ers All Star Joel Embiid day today for the remainder of the playoffs with a small lateral tear to his meniscus. Philadelphia laying five at home against the Hawks today. 223 the total at Wells Fargo Center in game two of the Eastern Conference semifinal series. Hawks won the first game as a four and a half point underdog. The Jazz open up their series with the Clippers as a four-point home favorite. The Jazz, a minus-139 series favorite. Baseball today, Adrian Hauser on the mound for the Milwaukee Brewers. They have won four straight in nine at ten. They're a $1.22 dog at Cincinnati, laying a $1.32, eight-and-a-half flat. So be sure to check out our new betting splits feature on vcin.com before you place your next bet every day. We're posting the latest splits for games at current odds and what percentage of bets and money being placed on each game. Go to vcin.com and check out the betting splits plus live odds, line moves, and game analysis. Makes vcin.com the best place to visit before your next bet. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. It's time to follow the money. With your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Good to have you on board. Make sure you check out the new feature that we have every day on vcin.com. We're posting the latest betting splits on every game in the major sports with current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game. Check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge. And, of course, we have all of the odds, data, and analysis for every game. So your next sports bet at vcin.com. Com. I'll tell you what, that came out of absolutely nowhere last night. I don't even have the pregame on. I'm not a big fan of like uh, pregame shows in general. 
I will say, like, the studio show on TNT, though, has been, like, the best studio show of our lifetime. I mean, it still sure. it still holds up. I mean, Chuck is a clown at this point with a lot of... But they make fun of him, and they have, you know, right, it's a good time in the studio. Um, but the, the, the guarantee kind of stuff, it's entertainment, right? Sure. So mm-hmm. um, I didn't even have the game on. All of a sudden, my, my phone is blowing up. Like, what's happening right now? I look, and it's just... It's everybody saying just Tibbs exclamation point. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> so I turn on TV, and here they're... They just brought him on the set, and they're talking to Tom Thibodeau, so that came in as the NBA Coach of the Year, and we talked about this for months on this show. Uh, congrats if you got down on good numbers. I was able to get 16-1 to 1 numerous times, and I saw some other stuff coming in last night. Again, this is why we talk about, like, always be shopping, look around, whatever. Um, people were reaching out to me last night that got him at 40 or 50-1 to 1 wow. back in nice. March, Matt. In March. March? How would you? Oh, there was man. a guy in Oregon who found 40-1 to 1 in March. Good I mean, for him. Yeah, it's incredible. Good shopper. Uh, you, you would think it, by March there would uh, not be that type of number out there on Tibbs to win Coach of the Year. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. Uh, great job by you scouting that out, too. And uh, you, you snuck out the win, 351 to 340 total points. When you looked at the voting, first place votes for Tibbs, 43. For Monty, William, uh, Monty Williams of the Phoenix Suns, 45. The thing that got me was the second-place votes. Uh, Monty had 32. Tibbs had 42. And then third-place votes, Monty had 19. Okay, I I probably would have voted for Tibbs Coach of the Year. But there's no way I could vote Monty Williams any lower than second. No chance. How do you vote the guy third? Quinn Snyder had a pretty good season. Those other guys on the list, no. No. I, I, There's no way you can put him ahead of Monty Williams, what uh, what the Phoenix Suns did. No, I'm not giving Doc Williams a first-place vote this year. Doc Rivers. Um, he's not going to get my third-place vote either. Uh, or I should say second. Maybe a third-place vote for Doc. I could see that possibly. But no first or no second. But you're right. I mean, it was a great race. And I, you know, I'll be honest. It felt good last night because we had no idea when the actual award was going to get announced. Mm-hmm. Like, we have no idea when the Rookie of the Year is going to get announced. We don't know about the MVP. They're just dropping it live, and you're like, okay, well, this is kind of cool. But it had to be between Thibodeau and Williams for the award. Like, the Jazz had a great season. Ten first-place votes for Quinn Schneider. I mean, I couldn't – I get nothing against him. This is not a knock against him. It's more of looking at it like it's kind of a dig against the other two guys that put together such special uh, seasons. And I would tell you that maybe in any other year, uh, you know, Thibodeau would be the runaway winner for this award, or Monty Williams would be the runaway winner for this award. It's just that the Suns had an amazing year. Nobody really anticipated this all the way getting to the two seed. And the Knicks, uh, come on, their win total was 21, Matt. 21. I know. Nobody had them doing anything this year. I had the Knicks over their win total, but I did not think the Knicks would be a playoff team. You know, so uh, what, what Tibbs accomplished with the Knicks is uh, remarkable this season. Uh, but Monty Williams has just as strong a case to be coach of the year. It's like a horse race. It's neck and neck to the wire. Uh, yep. And I, when I handicapped it at the end, I said, Tibbs is probably going to win this because it's the Knicks. And it's uh, New York and you know, the media concentration on the East Coast. And that's why some of the voters on the fence were going to say, oh, let's go ahead and go with Tibbs uh, because the Knicks' expectations were so low. Yep. And uh, that's why I was not surprised he won it. Uh, it was wishful thinking. Like, I thought he had a really good chance to win, but I did not expect Tom Thibodeau to win that award. Like I, like you just said, it was a total coin flip. I had people reaching out to me, mm-hmm. uh, and they actually apologized last night. 
for whatever reason. And they just said, Mitch, I told you weeks ago, Thibodeau had no chance. I thought you sounded like idiotic on the air talking why, about this. Why would you say he had no chance? And that's what why I said. Would I'm someone like, why? say he had no chance? I said, that's exactly why I responded. I'm like, why would you think the whole time he had no chance? I mean, you have to have a better read on this kind of stuff. I mean, clearly he's in the mix. People love this kind of a story. And by the way, what you just said again, it's that city where a lot of people are living and concentrated when they cover the sport. And I'll tell you that, and I said this live on the air, when I saw that ESPN breakdown of, uh, they had all their picks on their .com, right? Uh-huh. And 16 people contributed from their website, and they picked every single playoff series. And it was a pick em. And when 14 of the 16 no, experts, the or right, what, writers, whatever you want to call them, picked the Knicks, uh-huh. I said on the year, that's a great sign for our Thibodeau Coach of the Year bets, because they all fell for it, right? It's also a good sign for the Hawks in the first round. Yes, absolutely yeah. it was. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I want... I'm glad you guys cashed your tickets on this. But I've always wondered about these uh, awards. Is it better to vote after the playoffs are over? Would your vote change? Let's say if the Phoenix Suns get mm. to the Western Conference Finals and then, you know, the Knicks, as they did, get knocked out in the first round, would that change the voting? It certainly could. Yeah. Because uh, I'll ask you this. If and they... don't the playoffs mean more anyway? So shouldn't you yeah. vote after the playoffs? Mm. If it was an entire year, not just the regular season award? Yeah. I'll give you an example. If they w- waited on the MVP until the entire year was over with, do you think Chris Paul could, ha- could have a chance to win it? He could have a shot. I mean, if they, if they knock out the Nuggets, let's but, say in five games. Let's say the Suns go to the NBA Finals. Go to the NBA Finals, yeah. yeah. At that point, he would win over probably a lot of people. Mm-hmm. If you, if, I mean, if you go again from the very first night, opening night of the regular season to the very end of Game 7 or whatever it takes yeah. in the NBA Finals, you might. And you would say, well, Chris Paul's got a chance to win NBA Finals MVP. And to me, it's just a philosophical thing that I believe the, uh, the awards should be voted on after the playoffs are over in every sport because those are the games that mean the most. Yeah, yeah. I will tell you this, too, and this goes back to probably mid-January when the Knicks got off to a good start. I did not have an account at one book in town. Tom Thibodeau was sitting at 80-1 to 1 Oh no, really? for several days. Really? And then eventually when I went to go get my account, the, that 80-1 to 1 obviously disappeared. But I was able to hop in a few times at 16-1 to 1 and uh, cash out those tickets last night. So that was, that was really good. Um, so we go from the good news last night and a coach of the year in New York to quickly hear, Matt, some, some sad news overnight that we learned about another former New York coach of the year in the NFL. Jim Fossil passed away at 71 years old last night. Stunned when uh, I saw the news. He has 71. He's uh, he's young. He just was doing VSIN shows with us last year. Yeah. And uh, led the Giants to Super Bowl 35. Had a great coaching career. Never got a chance to be a head coach again after he was fired by the Giants. But uh, Fossil did coach here in Vegas. He did. And you were the play-by-play guy for the team. For a team called the uh, Las Vegas Locos. And people like to crap on some of these you know, um, other leagues that – Come into existence, and sure. they're they're not challenging the NFL, but they're like ah, this. I'm telling you, I, some of the leagues deserve to be crapped on. Let's be yeah, honest. absolutely. Have you watched any of the spring league? I have not. Nonsense. How bad are we talking? Yeah, it's, it's just bad football. It's nonsense. No, I will tell you, there's like, no market for it. Yeah, the UFL where he was the coach, and they won a championship. Uh-huh. That was that was actually some pretty good football, and some guys moved on from the mm-hmm. UFL to the NFL to have some impacts after you know NFL teams would pick them up. This goes back like a good eight, nine, ten years ago. But I had a chance to travel to, uh, let's see, other markets that were involved in that league, Orlando, Hartford, Connecticut, Omaha. I went to Omaha a bunch. Boy, that's a dream trip. Actually, 
Dream come true for you, Mitch. Uh, I would tell you Omaha, very underrated. Yeah, I don't think so. I've been there a few times. Very nice downtown. What are you talking about? It's a good spot. Anyway. The so, bar is closed at 1 o'clock. Well, that's, I mean, you know, they used to close like in Phoenix at 1 o'clock. It's total nonsense. I got to know him over the years. Uh-huh. Like for a guy with his resume, just spectacular person. He treated us so well, mm-hmm. and we'd have like meetings with him, like Literally, it was was treated like almost like an NFL situation where, okay, we're going to have a team, you know, you want to have the meeting, you want to come and talk to us about the game plan, we will. And you could tell just by watching like up in the booth, like their execution, how he ran his office. I'm like, this guy is awesome. I mean, he, he just takes a bunch of, call him whatever you want, cast-offs or misfits or whatever, guys that couldn't, couldn't make the lead origin, uh, the NFL originally, and he puts together like a short, a game plan on kind of like short notice with not a lot of a practice, and they're running like a well-oiled machine. And it was uh, just overall good dude, man. He was a really good guy. That was a people person. Yeah. I liked him a lot. And uh, for those who didn't read the story, he suffered a heart attack and died under sedation at a local hospital here in Las Vegas, I believe, last night. Um, yeah, experienced chest pains on Monday. Taken to the hospital last night yeah. and uh, had a heart attack. So Jim Fossil. Dies at age 71. He did the uh, NFL draft show with JVT and I a couple of years ago yeah, at the South right. Point studio. JVT is going to be on with us here in a couple hours. Yep. yep. So that's some uh, obviously other sad news. We, you know, the Suns last night down at halftime. The Nuggets played a really good first half and they expanded the lead to like nine in the third quarter. And then by the end of it, the Suns were actually ahead. They outscored them by 10 in the third quarter. Uh, look at this, Matt. Last night from the box score with the Suns. This is from their starting five. Bridges had 23. He was 8 of 12. Chris Paul had 21. He was 8 of 14. Booker had 21. He was 8 of 12. And Aiton was, uh, had 20 points. He was 9 of 13. You're going to get four guys scoring in double figures, and they're going to shoot that well from the court? Okay. Outstanding. And again, the, uh, the Suns didn't need a lot of production from their bench when their starting five plays that well. And you can see when you watch last night's game how they took care of the Lakers in five. That was one of the worst bets I've made recently. It was the Lakers minus two last uh, was yeah. last Thursday or Friday. I'm right there with you. Uh, when they got knocked out in uh, the fifth game. Never in that game. Never in that game. And that's when I said, well, I think uh, you really got to take the Suns seriously now. It's not just Devin Booker. This is a really good basketball team. Booker had 47 in that elimination game against the Lakers. He had 21 last night. And he only hit one three. But it didn't matter. The Suns put up 65 points in the second half last night. Do you think sports, like the NBA, the NHL right now with the playoffs, if we get like Suns, Jazz, Nets, Hawks, Final Four, mm-hmm. you think the betting handle will take a hit? Uh, probably take a little bit of a hit. Uh, but I, again, think the, I think the Nets will help carry it, obviously. Yeah, if, lot, if the but... Brooklyn Nets are in it, it's, there are going to be a lot of people who want to see the Nets lose and are going to bet against them, and a lot of people who are – you know, front runners is going to jump on the bandwagon with the big three out of Brooklyn. So, if the Nets are in it, you're still going to have a strong, a strong handle. If it's not the Nets, another team from the East against, let's say, the Jazz or the Suns, yeah, I do think the wagering handle is going to take a hit. But I've always said this: when you hear people talk about this, goes back to the '80s in the NBA when you hear the media talk about, oh, if this small market team gets in, right. the TV ratings are going to suffer. I don't care. I don't I, care I don't. if the TV ratings suffer. No. What do I care about the CBS's TV ratings or whatever? Yep. That means nothing to me. If the betting handles down a little bit, I couldn't care less. You know. But if if yeah. we get a good matchup in the finals, that's all that matters. And 
I will say the Utah Jazz Clippers series is going to be phenomenal. I'm uh, I really so fired too. up for yeah. this one. Yeah. And I, I, I really believe this is the best Utah Jazz team since the late 1990s when Stockton and Malone uh, went to the finals against Jordan and the Bulls in 1998. And the Jazz should have won that finals. I think this Jazz team is good enough to get back to the finals. Yeah. Um, certainly. I mean, yeah, they, can, they have a chance to prove that they are the best Utah team of all time by mm-hmm. going out there, making yeah. the finals and uh, winning the entire thing. And, you know, the Conley injury, obviously, is, uh, is a big deal for this squad. JVT likes the Clippers a lot. He made them a favorite in the series. And he found a number at plus 140. And when we had uh, Jay Croucher on from PointsBet yesterday, he said, we are taking a stand on this series. Uh, we are the lowest that you're going to find the Jazz anywhere in the market. We made them 120. And uh, we could probably go a little bit lower, but there's no need at this point. And he actually thought the Clippers probably, you know, he likes the Clippers in the series. Both guys yesterday yeah. liked him. I know that you have the Jazz. I know other people who have nice Clippers tickets to the Jazz a, to win it. Pro, classic Jekyll and Hyde Oh, team. my God. That's exactly what they are. You know, so you don't know what you're going to get from the Clippers. Game in, game out. No, no consistency with that team. Kawhi Leonard was great, as usual, in yeah. games six and seven against Dallas. Scored a total of 73 points in those two games. What's really going to hurt the Jazz and we saw it hurt to Jazz in, in the first round against Memphis. Donovan Mitchell was out. They dropped game one at home without Mitchell. He comes back, and they, they look good the rest of the series. If Mike Conley cannot play in game one, he's uncertain uh, for game one. Uh, that's that's going to make a, a big difference in the game. Uh, and yeah, I'm not going to lay the points with the Jazz here, especially not knowing if Conley's going to yeah. play. I, sure. I think they can win a long series, but... I don't know what to think about game one. If Connolly's not on the court, eh, might want to be on the clips. Yeah, or you know, get involved in play as well mm-hmm. uh, with this game coming up tonight. I will. I thought this is a good observation, going back to the East here for a second. Uh, Brian Mahoney covers the league for the AP. He's been on this uh, show plenty of times. And this is early in the game, and he said, among the Bucks' problems, Bruce Brown is only starting because James Harden is hurt. And right now, nobody who ever watched basketball would take Chris Middleton over him. Well, Chris Middleton missed his first eight shots last night, and I put him at six for 31 in the series. Six for 31. Matt, they, they gave also, him $178 million. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little bit too much. He also missed his first eight three-pointers of this series uh, before he hit a couple last night. Middleton had 17 points, but, you know, the Freak's got to play better. Middleton's got to play much better. The Freak last night, 0 for 3 from 3, 2 for 7 from the free-throw line. Uh, those guys are going to have to step up big time when the Bucks go back to Milwaukee. I thought for sure he was going to clean some of this stuff up. And it's still, he's what, 26 years old? Mm-hmm. He can eventually improve on the three-point shot. I don't want to, I, I never want him taking a three right now, ever. I think it's one of the worst shots that the team can actually take. And at the free throw line, I'm actually shocked when it goes in now. Not when he, not, you know, some guys are shocked when he misses from like three, like Curry, when he's wide open and I'm stunned he missed. I'm actually shocked when Giannis makes a free throw. How bad it is. Yeah, it seems like it becomes a psychological issue, too. Yep. Up next, uh, you're right. 5 and 28 in their last 33. 3 and 22 in their last 25. They recently entered a 13 game losing streak, and suddenly they've lost five straight again.
2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. off your first order of hair loss treatments when you go to keeps.com slash vsin that's keeps.com slash vsin you're a big uh, fan of chris bassett for the oakland a's yeah he goes tonight he is laying 215 against the diamondbacks mm-hmm. the diamondbacks are 5 and 28 in their last 33 games they just had that 13 game losing streak well they ended that now they're on another five game skid they got taken care of over the weekend against the brewers um they are 9 and 25 on the road and this is a night game tonight. Their night record is 12-30 and 30 on the season. I don't think any record you look at for the D-backs is going to be impressive. <laughs> well, no. They're 11-16 and 16 at home, and that's their best record in any category. If there's a prop up on the uh, the first MLB manager to be fired, I don't know how Tory Levi- Levi- I always 
get tongue-tied. Lavulo of the D-backs is not the favorite. Tough name to say. Tori Lavulo. There uh-huh. we go. Um, they are 2-12 and 12 in one-run games. You're right. You could probably find any stat that you want on this team, and nothing's going to really like sparkle off the page. You know what I'm saying? Um, Minus 64 in run differential, second worst in baseball, behind the Pittsburgh Pirates. Okay. Ahead of the Pittsburgh Pirates, sorry. How about last night with a three-game schedule on a Monday night? Terrible baseball schedule. And two of them were late West Coast games. I did watch the uh, Cubs-Padres game last night. 9-4 Padres with the win. Three runs in the eighth inning after uh, Anthony Rizzo dropped an infield pop-up. Did you happen to see that, or were you asleep by that I did not catch that last night. It's it's a play a little eager would make. It was you know I like Rizzo a lot. Maybe I don't know. He'd come up. Maybe a UFO flew over the stadium and he lost the ball in the lights. Uh, but it was a simple pop up on the infield. Rizzo drops it. And you know what happens next? Next pitch. Manny Machado home run. Uh huh. And uh, the Padres score three in the eighth and uh, blow open a six four game and make it nine to four. You get an easy win last night over the Cubs who. Have Suddenly um, hit a little slump here on the West Coast. They're one and four on this West Coast trip through San Fran and San Diego. Not going to be easy tonight. Davies takes on Lamette. Now, Lamette, again, the story with him is they brought him back to only throw like an inning or two right away out of the bullpen, and they're easing him back after the injury uh, to get more innings and to throw more pitches per game. He's only thrown 18 innings right. so far this year. He does have a 2.50 ERA. His numbers are you know, 10-plus uh, Ks per nine. He's got a low home run rate. Uh, he's walking three and a half per nine, and the BABIP has actually been a little um, high. It's three sixty-seven, which is a good sixty, you know, or so points above the uh, league average. Davies on the flip side does not have good numbers, and here you have the Padres laying, um, you know, a dollar seventy-five in that neighborhood tonight of the game against the Cubs team that you said is, uh, you know, really now all of a sudden. I was trying to find a live dog on this baseball card, and I really looked at the Cubs and. Uh... The more I just looked at Zach Davies and all his numbers, I, I couldn't get there. Yeah, just, neither I, I just can't get there with the Cubs because of Davies. The uh, and by the way, I think Javi Baez might be back in the lineup for the Cubs. He had, uh, I think, right hand soreness. He was available to pinch hit last night. Did not play in the game, but I think he's going to be back in the lineup tonight. Would you consider the Blue Jays a live dog today with uh, Robbie Ray on the mound taking on Carlos Rodon of the White Sox? White Sox opened up a dollar forty-two here at Circa. Rodon's last start was not great, but overall his numbers on the season are uh, terrific. And I just here's the thing: like that number to me feels like dollar thirty might be a pretty decent bet, or maybe even a little bit higher at some spots. I just uh, that's that's he's this is the number one guy in baseball for me who I can't touch. It's Robbie Ray. Really? Yep. Yeah, I, I haven't bet Robbie Ray in a long time. So when I looked at that, yeah, I, I think you could make a case for the Blue Jays as live dogs, but. I'm not going to because Robbie Ray's is not one of the guy, one of the uh, pitchers I bet on either. Yeah. Uh, so it's a full card again tonight. Obviously, some good pitchers in action. Uh, Glasnow takes the hill. Bieber's on the mound. He's going against your favorite guy tonight, Carlos Martinez. My least favorite guy. Yeah. So the Indians. One are... of my least favorite pitchers last that's, week. That's that guy's such a knucklehead. Last week he just got bombed by the Dodgers in that 11-run first inning. Mm-hmm. I mean. I don't bet many run lines in baseball, but I, I considered this one uh, tonight. Bieber against Martinez. Yeah, mm, that's something I'd take because I like to bet the road teams on the run line too because you get the full nine innings. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, that's one I consider. I just, uh, I don't know. Do you bet many run lines? It's rare. Yeah, 
it is rare. I mean, you could maybe twist my arm into this game. Such you I've know, had so like much tonight. bad luck with those in the past, uh, where just, you lay one and a half, and somehow they end up winning by one. Of course. Is, yeah. and, and usually, what happens is I'll lay one and a half with a good pitcher, obviously, and all of a sudden he gives up two in the second inning, and you're down, you know, two nothing, and the team gets him no offense, and now you got to come. It's just like three hour, you know, it's a meat grinder. Like, am I going to get through this thing or no? <laughs> um, up next, Julio Jones discussion. I think his prop for number of receptions is too high. Explain that coming up next. For your winnings, cash out instantly with BetRivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at BetRivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boost, and the most in-play betting options out there. As always, get $250 in a match bonus, fastest payouts, and only one-time playthrough at BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com. In New Jersey, must be 21. This is a good tweet from uh, Jesse V. Says, I was going to pass on basketball last night. Two minutes before tip-off, I hear Barkley say, quote, if I was a betting man, <laughs> I'd take the Bucks in Denver, end of quote. So Jesse ended up going 2-0. I see that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing about that NBA on TNT. I love the show. Like you say, it's it's more entertainment oh, yeah. than anything. Shaq and Barkley taking shots at each other. And Shaq mumbles a lot. You can't even understand what he says half the time. Barkley is the worst prognosticator, I think, on TV. How much money has he lost gambling in his life? He is a betting man, by the way. Not What do you say? If I was a betting man? Yeah. And he is yeah. a betting man. And not a very good gambler, from what we can tell. But I do like Barkley a lot. How can you not? But I just would like... Uh, like he said in a tweet here, uh, Jesse said in a tweet, if if you're going to listen to Barkley, uh, fade him, right? Yeah. He's like, he no, nah, I'm, I'm taking a night off tonight. Oh, what's that? Charles just said, okay, Bucks in Denver? Yeah, let me go the other side. That was uh, ended up being an easy 2-0 if you flipped it. Um, what would you make of the Julio Jones trade? Does it make you want to hop on Tennessee futures? No, but I, I think it kind of clouds my vision of the AFC North a little bit because I, I clearly thought the Colts were going to be the team to beat. And uh, you put Julio Jones in that offense, and I think it does make the Titans a lot more dangerous. Now, he's 32 years old. He's still got it. But, again, that's, this is a guy who had only three touchdowns last season. If you look at his numbers over the past several years, he does not find the end zone as much as you would think for a superstar wide receiver. Uh, but you put him out there with A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, how can Ryan Tannehill not look good? And, by the way, you've got a tweet here from – NFL on CBS that shows that Ryan Tannehill's been a lot better than public perception, right? Can you believe some of these numbers? No, I looked at this last night and I said, wow, that's uh, <laughs> I didn't realize this. Matt, his, his ranks since 2019, passer rating, 110.6. That's second best in the NFL. 
Yards per attempt, 8.55, first overall. TDs per pass attempt percentage, second, 7.2%. This is for guys who have thrown at least 500 passes. And look at his stat line by year. I mean, last year, his touchdown to INT was 33-7. to that is, that's tremendous. Well, the past two years, 55 touchdowns, oh. 13 interceptions. Now, those are Aaron Rodgers' type of numbers. Absolutely they are. And this is what he has done after he got away from Adam Gase. Uh, good point. And why, no, some people think that Carolina can actually be much better th- this year because of Sam Darnold. getting Sam Darnold and you know much better coaching staff with Matt Rule and company over there. Uh, I did look at a bunch. It's, it's way early here, right? Uh, but I, I looked at some very uh, early projections for the NFL. And, you know, fantasy sites, other stuff yesterday, a bunch of them. Now, some of them had Julio catching 70-some passes, like 75 to 79 passes. Uh-huh. Other sites had him going for more than 90 passes. I can't get to 90-plus with him because mm. I still think that A.J. Brown is going to be the number one target guy on this team. And his prop is 89 catches. Again, shop around. You might find higher. You might find a little bit lower. But if you can find 89, I would I would certainly look at playing the under on Julio Jones. And again, first of all, that's a big number. He's not the number one guy in that offense. They're still going to be a run first, you know, team. Uh, Here's another factor. Uh-huh. He's not necessarily known for getting on the field for 16 or 17 games. Bingo. Yeah. I think maybe you know the other stuff. I think maybe he goes over 1,100 yards. That's possible. I did see something on Julio yesterday where going back, I think it's like, I think it might actually be in NFL history. Like 28 players, 28 receivers have had more than 250 yards receiving. He's done it three times. Okay. I mean, that's, that's to go over 250 yards in one game receiving three different times in your career just tells you how special he is. So I think you can get there maybe with yards, but to have nine, that's a lot. It's a big ask in my opinion. 90 catches, big number. And then the six touchdowns, like you said, I mean, he just, I think that's, I think Atlanta really dropped the ball on utilizing him, though, the proper way over the years. Yeah, the touchdown prop, I think I'd stay away from. I mean, it's early in the season, I do believe the Titans are going to try to get the ball to him a lot to, to make him happy. You know, a lot of these wide receivers are like a, a baby that needs to be fed and just, you know, balls his, cries his head off until you feed him and then he uh, shuts up. Wide receivers are divas in the NFL, and a lot of times you just got to feed him the ball to keep, keep him quiet, yep. shut him up. You know, um, <laughs> There's so many guys like that. Just run down the list of guys who need to be fed the ball. I think Julio Jones, he's not one of the necessarily diva wide receivers. But again, he's going to want to make a big impression. He's going to want the ball. I think the Titans will feed the ball to him early. But I would bet over the course of the season, A.J. Brown has more catches. Me too. He had 70 catches last season. And um, I see on the prop that he is even money and Julio is minus 140 on the head-to-head prop, who will have more receptions. Also, A.J. Brown's got a better chance of staying on the field for the entire season. Julio's got injury issues. I would bet A.J. Brown on that property even money. I think even money is absolutely the way to go with him. Uh, They're going to funnel a lot of that offense via the air through A.J. Brown. Um, This obviously, I think the best thing probably about Julio going now to this team with no Corey Davis is, you know, the teams that we're considering, or they they could still do this, but I think the thought was they're going to just double-team A.J. Brown a lot this year and then have Tannehill beat him with other weapons, now Julio can take away some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, if, no uh, doubt again, about it. he can it. stay yeah. healthy. Well, he makes some better offense just by his presence oh, yeah. out there because you're going to have to double him occasionally. You have to decide who to double. And uh, that's always a better situation uh, when you have two 
big play wide receivers like that. So yeah, I think the Titans have have closed the gap on the Colts. Where right now it's kind of a coin flip who's going to win the AFC North. And the Falcons are probably AFC South. Sorry. AFC South, yeah. AFC South. And, and the Falcons are. <clears throat> I mean, does this ding them that much? I mean, in terms of overall numbers, I know their Super Bowl chances dropped at a lot of spots. Uh, I just think that Calvin Ridley now is going to have a really big year, and I think that Kyle Pitts is going to have... Yeah, don't forget about Pitts. I think P- Pitts is potentially going to be a monster in his season. I don't think season. Jones is even going to be missed, really. not the, uh, He might be missed a little bit, but the big winner in this trade, I think, is the Titans because they didn't have to give up a first-round pick, and uh, they get the guy who's going to make their offense that much better. But I really don't see a loser in the trade, right? The, yeah. the trade's going to make the Titans better. It's going to make A.J. Brown, Ryan Tannehill better. Sure. And... Uh, the Falcons, they were never going to get a first-round pick, and they get the salary cap relief that they wanted because Jones got a contract guaranteed north of $15 million. So I think both teams got what they wanted. All right, up next, we'll ask Matt about his golf place for this week and uh, his thoughts and more reaction to the John Rahm withdrawal and how books proceeded to grade the memorial. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Sign up today for the DraftKings Sportsbook. Get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Simply download the app, sign up using the promo code VSIN, and get started with the only top-rated sportsbook that matters. DraftKings, you can bet on it if you or someone you know has a gambling problem. Prices counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, it's 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans. Uh, Paulie Howard is taking some time off uh, as we get into this week's, what is it, Palmetto Championship in the golf world. And uh, Matt will tell us about his best bets, well, his long shots that he's on this week. But also, like Matt, you've been betting golf for a long, long time. You help out with long shots here, the world's number one betting show on VSIN with uh, Brady Cannon and uh, Wes Reynolds. This is a big talking point on Sunday into yesterday, and we got a ton of reaction uh, here on Follow the Money via email and on Twitter regarding different sports books mm-hmm. and how they proceeded to either pay out John Rahm as winners or a lot of the books out here in Nevada said, no, nah, it's not a winning ticket. If you had John Rahm, it's a loser, and we'll pay out Patrick Cantlay. Uh, overall, what was your thought on how books handled it? Talked about this with uh, Vinny Maiulo and Jimmy Vaccaro yesterday and my guys in the desert too. I saw you and JVT talking about it, and uh, it, it, it's actually – a interesting discussion to have because with so many new sports books in the market, right? Coast to coast, uh, they're trying hard. They're competing for customer acquisition. You're trying to win the favor of uh, betters out there and it's good karma payouts, bad beat payouts, whatever you want to call it. Uh, if you're going to a veteran Las Vegas bookmaker, I think would laugh at this stuff. Oh, no say, question. There's yeah. no way we have house rules. We have stipulations. We're not going to pay out a player who didn't win the tournament. And I agree with that philosophy, actually. You know, I'd like to take the side of the better. And like I'll say, I think it's great for the betters, especially the competition in the market that's allowed things like this to happen. If you got paid on John Rom, good for you. Uh, I'm not going to criticize that, but I would not pay out those myself if I were the bookmaker. Because mm-hmm. like I said, you got house rules and stipulations, and it says uh, if the golfer tees off, you have action. Uh, as far as I know, a guy who doesn't play the fourth round doesn't win the tournament. I don't care if he's up six strokes or not. We've seen players blow six-stroke leads in golf before. It sure. happens. Sure. Uh, John Rahm could go out there on Sunday and shoot a 77, and uh, you know Patrick Cantlay, Colin Morikawa, somebody else wins the tournament. But still, he did have a six-stroke lead. It looked like he was going to win. I think it was minus 1,200 or so on the live line at some spots. But it's all about... Um, I think it's all about the competition and customer acquisition. And DraftKings, FanDuel, BetMGM, uh, PointsBet, and William Hill actually even paid those bets out in Nevada. That was in Nevada as well? Yes. Nick Bogdanovich confirmed that, that those bets were wow. paid out in Nevada. So I think it had to be a William Hill company-wide. You know, if we're going to pay them out in New Jersey, we have to pay them in Nevada too. Okay. Uh, but as a better, you cannot complain if you did not if you bet John Rahm 
let's say here at Circa, no. at the Westgate, at the South Point, and he didn't get paid. You can't expect to get paid on these uh, bad beat type of situations. No, I mean... There's no way you can demand it or expect it as a sports better. I think what you just said is absolutely spot on. And, you know, the new sports books that have been in existence now for, you know, a handful of years, three years, whatever it is since PASPA was repealed, um, this is their new philosophy on how to operate. And that's, I mean, look, would I like to have a losing ticket overturn at some point mm-hmm. and say, hey, Mitch, yeah, you, you I, I brought up a couple of examples from on yesterday's show. I bet Eloy Jimenez for the White Sox to lead the league in home runs and RBIs this year. The next day, he's going, right? He's playing in the outfield, runs Done. up against the wall, done <clears throat> for the year. Would I like to have a refund? Of course. Of course. I bet Andrew Luck two years ago, three years ago to win the MVP. Later on that week, guys, I can't do this anymore. Retired. Are you kidding me? <laughs> was I refunded? No, I was not. Now, there were some books that did refund those. Right. I right, did not. Right, yeah. Right. So... The part that I don't like is that uh, on the thread that I saw on social media, when you know people were asking about Circa, how they're going to handle it, and I know Matt Metcalf got involved as well, to your point of people expecting to get paid out or something like this, mm-hmm. um, one person said, how is it a losing bet? How is John Rama losing bet was their response. Because he had to withdraw from the tournament. And he didn't play on Sunday. That's how it's a losing bet. Right. The Very whole, simple. That whole mentality is just so screwed up to me. And then other people telling Circa, they're laughing at him, saying, you're never going to get my, any of my business. All right. Well, those people That's, are idiots. Of course. I mean, they really are. I really, time. if somebody has that mentality, I don't want them betting at my sports book anyway because they're going to yeah. cause more problems than they're worth. That's probably very true. <laughs> That's, That's, That's the worst part about the whole thing to me, is that you can't, how is it a losing ticket? Have you ever paid attention to sports in your entire life? So you expect a bookmaker to pay out two winners? You're going to pay out John Rom tickets and Patrick Cantley because you've yes. got to pay out Cant. You have Cantley. to. You're required. You have to. So you're going to pay out two winners. Yep. Nah, like, but now, but now we're to the point of where. So what qualifies as a bad beat and what doesn't? Are you going to be complaining every single time when you think that uh, you had a winner and it? it well, doesn't? it sets that type of precedent. Every time there's some sort of bad beat, of people are going to want a bad beat payout. Or, you know, if if you're asking for a refund, and somebody wants a, a bookmaker wants to grant, grant a refund, you know, whatever, I can understand yeah. that. Uh, but you can't expect to be paid out a winner when the guy doesn't play the final round. He didn't win the tournament. Didn't win the tournament. Uh, some of the reaction that we got, uh, email is ftm at vcin.com. This is from Mac. Heard the segment on Rom. Agree completely. I had the same thoughts. Why couldn't the bozos wait until he got inside? I really thought something tragic had happened to his family. Whoever made that call needs to, you know, get a, get a swift talking to, Matt. You know, that was weird. He walks off the 18th green. The tournament officials meet John Rahm and say, hey, you test positive uh, for COVID. You have to withdraw from the tournament. Mm-hmm. Can you wait until he walks up to the 10th to sign a scorecard really and tell him in privacy? He could have waited another 30 seconds. It's, it's almost like grandstanding. On the, like the tournament officials wanted to be on TV and make this big announcement. I know. And make a big deal about it. Why, now, now why they, would you do that? They probably didn't know that Rahm was going to react like that and bend over and look like somebody had just died. You know, but still, let it breathe for a minute here. Mm-hmm. He just got off the course. Cameras are still rolling. Jim Nance doesn't know. By the way, that, that was worth a lot of money to John Rom uh, not winning that tournament. Absolutely. Memorial. Jeez. Yep. Uh, a million and a half, I think. Yeah. Email from Steven. Talk more about the site credit and DraftKings. Uh, very happy with site credit. Almost immediately played it when I found out. Uh-huh. So evidently, it was just right back in the account. And this is from uh, Eric, who really likes the subject. And he said, 
I don't see it as a good thing or a bad thing, just new. Old school guys don't like change, so I'm hardly shocked they don't like it. Younger generations are used to the mobile slash instant gratification move that the industry has taken. And he said that uh, his, his uh, day job is the highly competitive telecommunications industry. Like betting at some point, the basics are all the same, so you have to get creative to be unique and differentiate yourself from the rest. Right. It was a well-written email from Eric. He went on and on to talk about other things about the whole, the whole subject, but made a lot of sense. Well, certainly, uh, if, if you're trying to compete for customers, it makes sense to uh, try to make your uh, client base happy. And, uh, you know, if you're going to pay these out, I also say that those books who paid them out probably didn't have a major liability on John Rahm. It's not like they're going to take a huge financial hit by paying these out. So they no. look at the numbers and say, you know what? We can afford to do something here for the customers. It's going to be positive PR. Let's just go ahead and sure. do this. It's yep. not like they're going to lose $5 million, right? I would think not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who do you like this week now? All right, so this is a unique tournament this week. The um, typical spot on this golf calendar is the tournament in Canada. Yes, that's correct. It's not going to be played, obviously, in Canada. Mm-hmm. So it was. this was created, the Palmetto Championship. This is a Congaree golf course in South Carolina. We have really no course history to work with here. And when I, when I looked at this course, uh, the big hitters off the tee don't really gain much of an, an advantage. It's kind of like a, a tee to green uh, type of course, shot shapers. Um, guys like DJ and Brooks Kepka, who are the favorites, don't have a big edge by being long off the tee necessarily. Your iron play's got to be sharp. Your putting uh, has got to be money. And I, I say that most weeks, really. I, I think a lot of times we overrate some categories in handicapping, like driving distance, mm-hmm. a lot of times it comes down to putting in your short game. How about Patrick Cantley? How did he win that tournament on Sunday? Drained a couple of clutch putts, yeah. Yeah. right? And uh, his short game was good. He was wild off the tee a lot of times, but his short game was really good. And that's what's going to pay off here. Guys who play well, um, 100 and 200 yards in with their irons and uh, putt well. So I'm just going to play a couple of long shots. I, I can see if uh, some betters want to pass on this because – you are guessing a lot here at the Palmetto this week because no course history to go by, but you've got current uh, current form to go uh, to go by here, and uh, some guys who are long shots at some pretty good numbers here at Circa. I'm going to play Harold Varner the third, tied for second at Harbor Town. This is his area of the country. He's the type of guy who, with his irons and with his putter, could win a tournament like this. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, you're watching Thursday. And Harold Varner is a first-round leader. Neither I was just going to say that. He gets off to some fast starts. He does. Uh, Patton Kazire, uh, iron play, putting, his strengths. And uh, this guy's quietly been up on a lot of leaderboards recently. Uh, Varner's 35-1. to 1, Kazire, 40-1. to 1. Ian Poulter, tied for third at the Colonial. He's another guy with a really strong short game. He's up 40-1. to 1. And I got one sleeper here. Garrick Higo, a South African who uh, not a lot of people know about, but he's got two recent wins. And uh, this is the type of course I think he's going to play well on. He's at 50-1. to one. So 35, a couple of 40s to 1 on a 50-1. to one. Just hunting for a long shot this sure. week, Mitch. This is uh, not, not the week to bet Dustin Johnson at plus 675 or Kepka in the 9-1 to one range. It's the week before the U.S. Open. Exactly. If they win it, they win it. I'm not. They're not getting any of my money this yeah, week. Yeah, you'd like to say, think as a competitor every week you step on the course, you want to win. And they probably do, but course, I, I don't yeah. think they care. There are some weeks you care a lot more than others. 
DJ and Kepka are thinking about Torrey Pines in the U.S. Open next week. They probably don't give a damn about winning the Palmetto Championship. So this is a week where you can beat the favorites and I think hit a long shot. They go down to 45-1 to one here at Circa. Oh. They respected your bet. We'll find out who uh, Jeff Davis likes this week uh, in the Palmetto Championship. Also, updated series prices and uh, NHL thoughts with him at that point. And we'll give you some updated series prices in the NBA. How big was the adjustment after the Suns took down the Nuggets last night by 17 points? We'll tell you next. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.